the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast with Breed O'Connell. Hello and welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast. I'm Breed O'Connell and every fortnight a Guaranteed Irish business member will join me to tell us more about their business, its objectives, contribution to local communities and its support for Irish jobs. And today we are talking to members from the biopharmaceutical and medical devices. Joining me today in studio is Karen Williams, Projects Director and Norma Carr, Director of Business Development from Independent Solutions. You're very welcome. Thank you, Breed. Now, based in both Limerick and Dublin, but of course you're global, really. Maybe I'll come to you, Norma, first. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the business. Well, Independent Solutions delivers impartial advice and practical hands-on solutions to the pharma, biopharma and medical device industries. Based on our experience, knowledge, command and understanding of the pharma regulations, requirements and best practices, we work on the ground. Well, the business started initially, I suppose, with my relationship with Karen. We met as graduates and we worked in the multinational industry for three or four years and then we went into consultancy for 10 years. So where did you graduate from? I graduated University College Galway and... And DCU. Oh right, so a good combination. Yes, we both did science. I did analytical science. And I did biochemistry maths and we met as our first role in GSK in Dungarvan in 1992. Don't give it all away now. No, that's okay. It shows our years of experience. (laughs) Absolutely. So then you came together and you formed this business, Independent Solutions. Uh, What brought you together uh, there? What was the the catalyst? Well, we worked for a consultancy company for 10 years. Right. And within that year period, we had a lot of lateral moves. So we learned the ropes, really. Mm. We did quality roles, laboratory roles, project management, validation, implemented quality management systems. So you obviously saw a gap. Yes. So? It was a learning curve as well. So so we learned all these lateral moves. So we got vast amounts of experience in a condensed period of time. Right. And then in t- after 10 years, we decided to take the leap and okay. go out on our own. So Karen, step in there. How did that come about? I suppose we wanted to be in control of our own destiny. Working for another consultancy company at one point, I was asked slash told that I needed to go to Singapore for four months. So that was fine and it was all great. But then as life moves on, uh, I wanted to be felt I wanted or we wanted to be in control of our own destiny. So we felt we could do this together. We always worked very well together and that we had the opportunity and that we took it. So we started off with our first client, which was Wyeth slash Pfizer in Newbridge. And from there, we just progressed and built on what we knew and expanded our business uh, with, I suppose, great success over the years. And when we did it, we regret it. We hadn't done it sooner. Oh, well done. Now, tell me what services you offer. Project management, validation, quality and compliance, implementation of quality management systems, IT services, a vast number of services. A vast number. And do you find with the agile uh, sector that's out there now and the churning of staff, that your role has probably become more and more important to the large pharmaceuticals out there. Karen, It's the end-to-end services that are within the pharmaceutical industry. So we have the exposure, we do know the knowledge, we know what clients want and the way we differentiate ourselves from other placement services is that we are actually hands on in the pharmaceutical. We're in the heart of the business. We're on the floor of the business. We're not sitting remotely in an office. So when a client of ours asks us for 
a CSV uh, validation engineer, we know exactly what they want. If they're looking for regulatory compliance, we know what they want. Just because they have regulatory somewhere in their CV, the ro- range of roles within the regulated industry mm. is vast. So particularly we, in pharmaceutical, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. We know what our clients want. So can I ask then, are you, um, you're obviously connected to all this talent and you're helping place the talent then in the various different companies. Is that right? Yes. And are yes. you out there yourself as well or are you just putting, finding the talent to put no, them in? No, absolutely. We work on the ground as well. Oh, right. And so I suppose really that's how it started initially. People would say, do you know this resource with a certain skill set? Right. And then it just grew and now we're preferred suppliers for a number of companies. So who are your typical clients? J&J, um, Amgen. Amgen, Leo Laboratories. Takeda. Yeah. Great. The, the top big, farmers. The, big, the yeah. big farmers in Ireland. So talk to me about the pharmaceutical sector then in Ireland. How is it performing? Well, it's growing. I think we employ 30,000 people directly and 28,000 indirectly. And there's a lot of R&D happening. There's loads of expansions. It's just growing. And now colleges are actually tailoring their courses to suit the demand of the various organisations. And that's a good reaction from third level, isn't it? Because before, back in my day, you did a science degree and it was very generic and you came out with your BSc and you hoped for the best. And it was depending on where you got the employment, which was in the 80s, which you were very lucky to get if you got it at all. You then went down that 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 silo of experience, but science is so broad yeah, and it could be more, anything. Yeah, you get the uh, the experience within the universities now. I mm. totally understand what you're saying. Mm. I did my degree, I did my higher diploma, and I worked in a lab. Mm. I didn't even know how to do a TLC, which was a thin layer chromatography. I knew the theory behind it, but mm. I didn't know the practical. So I think it's great to see the level of industrial experience that students are being given in college. It's and, just And amazing. most of them are getting a hands-on experience Absolutely. before they qualify now, aren't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. And then the businesses are linking with the colleges and that's something that we would like to see going forward as well, that we can make that transition to link with the colleges. Unfortunately, our space at the moment for our clients, they are typically looking for minimum three years uh, experience, but they do a graduate programme. So I'm not going to, you know, um, dis the industries they do the, their placement services but we have over the years mentored a couple of graduates bear in mind we're a small business mm. so for us to mentor we uh, have to pay we would not take a graduate on mm. and not pay them of I don't, course yeah. if they're doing a job so as a good as a good employer I, I, I would expect no less uh, <laughs> ladies but in terms of um, that space of linking the experience from the graduate student or pre-graduate student uh, to the work experience place there is definitely a call for that and we would see it in Guaranteed Irish from our members they're looking for that piece of experience and they're happy to get behind that is there support and an appetite from government to support that uh, that approach to learning uh, while learning in the science sector or is there more that could be done there's definitely more that can be done I mean, most um, job specs are three years of experience. It's just to get on that ladder is, is very difficult at the moment. Yeah. So your business is based in Limerick and you also have a presence in Dublin. And while I know you're affecting your, your business is certainly affected by global changes. How long is your own business on the go and uh, how many people have you employed at the moment? We founded Independent Solutions in 2006 and we currently have approximately 10 people with us. That number fluctuates up and down because we do place people on a contract roles within um, client sites. Many times those contract roles, the 
clients convert them into permanent roles. Okay, so it's a really new, flexible way of helping the pharmaceutical sector, isn't it? Absolutely, because a project by its definition, it has a start date and an end date. So as pharmaceutical companies are doing their massive expansions, so with that comes the build, it comes the commissioning of the equipment. Again, once the equipment is commissioned, that's the end of that phase. Then it goes into the validation phase. So you need a specific team of people for a defined period of time to cover that. And then you get into the operational phase. And that, again, is a defined phase. And overall, you need a project manager, a project lead to manage that end to end phase. OK, so it's an ideal solution without a massive layout for the organisation. Absolutely, particularly when it's a company are going through their expansion phases. But as we know, within the pharmaceutical industry, it's an ever changing industry. So there's always a new regulation coming on board. This year we had FMD, which was the falsification medical directive, which was a huge push and pressure on the industry. Um, But once FMD was implemented in February, that was the end of that project. And that project was to protect patient safety so that there wouldn't be falsifications of medicines in the industry. So the industry doesn't come up with these regulations just to, oh, let's see what we can do. It's to benefit the patient at the end of the day. So in areas such as R&D, where Ireland would be very strong in, I'd imagine, um, do you have a lot of roles that you're placing there? Actually, R&D would not be that strong within Ireland compared to other markets. So um, the leading markets for R&D are obviously the US and the UK. So while R&D isn't as big as it could be here, let's talk about manufacturing. So obviously your project starts and it finishes and this is where your services really come in. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So a company contacts you say we have a project that's going to run for six to nine months for argument's sake and we need X, Y and Z expertise and you go in and place them in there. How does that work for, uh, for you guys? Because you're constantly looking for talent. It must be very fluid. It's quite difficult. It is quite difficult but it is based on Norma and I building our networks over the years and this is something that we didn't intentionally do like social media and networking wasn't there when we started off. Of course. It evolved and we were lucky enough to evolve with it um, subconsciously some of the times but in the last number of years we've been actively growing that network. So for a science graduate who's looking for experience or looking to move up the ladder is Independent Solutions an ideal place to make contact with? Absolutely because again for a lot of recruitment services they find the candidate and the candidate is placed whereas if we find a suitable candidate that we will place in a, a client site, be it Limerick, Waterford, Cork, Galway, wherever, Dublin, we will be there to mentor them. So they're not alone. They're okay. not a drop and run. We are there to support them if they have any queries because yes. both Norm and I have such Done extensive it. experience that if they were to ask us any questions about 21 CFR, Part 11, Annex 16, Annex 4, the European regulations we know them. They're not rocket science, but you now, have Karen, to know Karen, them. Karen, you're just showing off now to the rest of us. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. OK, so ideal. So the, the client contacts you. They're looking for a placement for a period of time. You have the network set up. It slots in and you also hold them. So as you say, not the drop and run. You're actually a support, not just for the person that's dropped into the role, but also for the company who says, look, I don't need a complete rookie here. I need somebody who can hit the ground running. And that is why people come to Independent Solutions because we will not place rookies because that 
that is not good for the the person's self-confidence anyway to be going in there, Mm. dropped in at the deep end and just been overwhelmed. The client is not going to use us again. So our business and our reputation has been built on uh, constant client referrals, repeat business. So clients that we have had since we started off in 2006 are still on our books. Okay, well, that says it all then. So opportunities and challenges with Brexit. Where are we going here in the pharmaceutical sector? And the pharmaceutical sector is, as you've mentioned, so heavily regulated. Is there a concern with Brexit? Well, I have been, I seem to be doing all the talking, but I have been working on a Brexit project for one of our clients for the last 12 months. I think the uh, pharmaceutical uh, medical device industry as a whole has been very much prepared and working towards a hard Brexit. So when or if 31st of October comes, I think the contingency planning is in place there. Um, So it should be business as usual. Yes, there will be potential hiccups, but Mm -hmm. all European um, regulatory agencies have are in contact with the pharmaceuticals to ensure what the contingency plans are in place. So there's a sense of confidence amongst your industry, though. In terms of preparation. Yes, absolutely. And been very much pushed by the EMA because the EMA basically said when the 29th of March came and then that extension period came, there was no uh, excuses for not being ready. So Norm and I spoke about this before we came in here. It has in some ways had a positive impact on the Irish economy because the UK can no longer... QC test product that's going to be released in Europe. They can no longer uh, QP release product that's released in Europe. So an awful lot of the distribution, it's qualified persons. So in order for a product to hit the market, Mm. it has to be signed off by a qualified person. Mm. Um, So as a result, a lot of the pharma companies have actually transferred their QC testing to areas within the EU because the UK will now be a third country. They've also moved their distribution centres out of the UK into the EU. To EU or Ireland? Ireland. Ireland, I personally have seen a number of... That's great uh, news. Yes, it is. And I think these are things that aren't really put out there in the media. And I think they're things that are quietened in the UK media for the loss of of business that their companies are getting. Oh, there's no doubt about it that there are going to be opportunities. It's our Ireland and Irish businesses competitive ready that they can get it as opposed to another uh, EU member state or another English speaking country? I think we could, I can obviously only speak or we can only speak to the pharma industry. Um, We know from the reports that not all industries in Ireland might necessarily be ready for for imports from the UK in and using the UK as a land bridge. But from a pharma perspective, there are alternative like supply routes from the EU into Ireland. So I do think that Ireland will be in a good position. Is as ready as it can be. Well, that's really good. Norma, I want to ask you a question. Very often when we talk about the pharmaceutical sector, who creates so many jobs here, we have the leading global lights based here in the pharmaceutical world. Um, and yet it's known as the big pharma, as if the big pharma is a bad, negative person. What has led to that association with the big farmers, considering they give so much employment and create so much hope and opportunity for cures? Yes, well, I guess it's just the cost and perception that pharma profit from people's misfortunes. That's right. OK. And that's a really big point, that the perception that 
farmers profit from people's misfortunes. And that isn't really the case. No, because you have to bear in mind there are lots of phases involved before you release your product. And phases that cost money like R&D and such. Yeah, R&D could be researching a product for years in R&D and it would never ever come to market. Right. So is there a job there in the the pharmaceutical and medical device sector that needs to look at its perception? Absolutely, absolutely. And more a positive marketing strategy. And in terms of the story you've been telling me about your agile approach to putting new um, talent into a fast moving uh, sector, uh, you seem to be playing your role here in Ireland, certainly in terms of bridging the gaps for the pharmaceutical sector. Are there more competitors, people out there like you doing that? No, well, there are competitors, but I don't think they have as lateral skill set as we do. Okay. And we they're not working on the ground as much as we do. We are. Okay. So there's an opportunity there for the whole um agility piece, if you like, and um fast thinking, uh, uh in terms of putting the talent in there to help Irish businesses succeed and and take up opportunities that might otherwise pass by them. Would that be fair to say, Karen? Absolutely. And I think one thing that maybe Norm and I missed when we did start off is that we probably should have sought investment earlier. I suppose we didn't think that we'd get to the point that we're in today. So we have done it as self-starters. Mm. So there gets to a point when you've got a business built that it's more difficult to seek investment to grow your business. So we, I suppose, are at that phase now as well that we're trying to continue to grow. So you're continuing to grow, but your own self, you're completely self-financed. Absolutely. <laughs> so ladies, it's about to happen for you. The very best to look at that. I must ask you, you're an Irish business, you're supporting 10 jobs, you're based around the country, you're creating a great, um, you're filling a void that was clearly there. And particularly in this marketplace where everybody needs to be a lot faster and sharper and more competitive. What's the benefit of Guaranteed Irish to you as a business? Well, it has increased our network. Um, we have a lot of open roles and it's just to get our name and our brand out there. there okay, are lo- yeah. And I th- actually, I suppose there's a lot of opportunities for you with the pharmaceutical sector with Guaranteed Irish as well. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. And we have, we have so many roles available. People don't know where they are. They don't know that we actually mentor them. We coach them when they're um, set up for an interview. We actually talk to them before the interview. We know the hiring managers. We know what the role involves. Um, so we have a 95% success. So interview to hire rate. Oh, amazing. Yes. Well, that's actually the USP there, isn't it? Yes. So if a, a, a pharmaceutical is looking for a hire, a quick hire of somebody who will fit their particular role, you know the guys so intimately Absolutely. and know the role so intimately, you'll know. We will never put in a candidate that does not match the job spec. OK. OK, well, that's great. And, and for the guaranteed Irish mark, the guaranteed Irish mark is a symbol that we all grew up with. I remember the guaranteed Irish mark as a child. So to have that on our business is a huge accolade for us. Yeah, no, and it's great to be linked with it. And so in terms of uh, the Guaranteed Irish uh, Pharmaceutical Month, which is October, we're looking forward to seeing you being part of that. But just to flag it, the Guaranteed Irish uh, Pharmaceutical Month kicks off in October, where we put a spotlight on all the pharmaceutical sector members in Ireland uh, during that month. And I suppose the big thing for pharmaceutical is to say that they're a huge job creator and revenue generator for the country and as an economy. And it's great to see you're part of that. And as a new 
business uh, nationwide. It's wonderful to see you being so successful and I wish you every continued success. Um, that is uh, Karen Williams, Projects Director and Norma Carr, Director of Business Development from Independent Solutions who are based in Limerick and Dublin and of course working with business globally. If you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact GuaranteedIrish.ie for more information. That's it for now. I'm Breed O'Connell from Guaranteed Irish. See you next time. If you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact GuaranteedIrish.ie for more information.